Generally speaking in other sports, when the game is over and the winner is declared, that's it. It's a done deal. But time and time again in mixed martial arts, Bruce Buffer belting out the name of the official winner isn't the end of things. Thanks to efforts to maintain some level of integrity and the bureaucracy of sanctioning bodies, just because Dana put the belt around you afterwards doesn't mean it's actually over, and sometimes a win isn't always a win. What's up, everybody? It's Fight Week, and boy, are we excited to see Aljo defend his belt against the long-awaited return of Triple C. Today's video sponsor is DraftKings, bringing high-stakes action to all new customers. DraftKings Sports. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. book are offering all new customers $150 in bonus bets as long as their pre-fight money line wager of just $5 cashes. Are you wondering what you could even use $150 in bonus bets on? Try DraftKings UFC Same Fight Parlays. You can combine multiple bets in the same fight into one big bet for an even bigger payout. If mobile sports betting isn't available yet in your state, don't worry. You can still get in on DraftKings Daily Fantasy where they offer cash prize contests for nearly every sport. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers be sure to use the code ONPOINT. Bet $5 on any pre-fight Moneyline wager, and you can get $150 in bonus bets if your bet hits. Remember, that's promo code ONPOINT only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point. A huge thank you to the biggest channel supporters in our Hall of Famers, and here are 10 of the biggest false victories in MMA history. Number 10. Hoist Gracie vs. Kazushi Sakuraba 2 To have the last name Gracie and defeat the man who destroyed your whole family is a big deal and something worth celebrating, unless of course your first name is Hoist and you do everything possible to delegitimize the win. The original UFC champion did avenge an earlier loss in pride and added one to the scoreboard for his family after suffering multiple defeats to the Japanese legend. But not only was the decision highly disputed by the sparsely packed crowd and media members, the gear detected in Hoist's body further called the win into question. Perhaps saying PEDs were detected undersells the fact that his testosterone levels were 25 times that of a normal man. Eat your heart out, Chael Sonnen. Gracie hilariously denied using, citing his love of eating fruits and a lack of an overly muscular physique, completely ignoring the 13 extra pounds of muscle he packed on before the fight. Even though he was fined and suspended by the California State Athletic Commission, his win was upheld and is still officially recognized. Number 9. Conan Silvera vs. Kazushi Sakuraba Hey, this time Saku ends up on the good end of things. For the UFC's first trip to Japan, the pro wrestling star was added to the event for a much-needed injection of Japanese name value to the card. Despite weighing less than 185 pounds, Sakuraba was allowed to compete in the 200-pound-plus heavyweight division. He'd be paired against the 243-pound Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt Marcus Silvera. Perhaps that weight disparity was weighing heavy on Big John McCarthy that evening? Uh, <laughs> After Conan pushed the future Gracie Hunter to the fence to unload with punches, Saku shot for a low single. In Big John's eyes, the motion didn't appear to be a takedown attempt, but instead looked like an unconscious man falling to the floor after taking a hard left hand. He immediately jumped in, separated the two, and waved the fight off, declaring Conan the winner, setting off furious protests from Sakuraba, his team, the crowd, and even some pushback from the commentary team. Moments after the fight, the UFC, which acted as its own sanctioning body that evening, overturned the decision to a no contest. In a bizarre twist of fate, Tank Abbott, who earned a spot in the tournament final, withdrew 
through with a broken hand, which opened up the door for the most immediate rematch in history between Sakuraba and Silvera, with the Japanese pro wrestler coming out on top this time. Number 8. Brock Lesnar vs. Mark Hunt We could easily do an entire video over the ripple effect of UFC 200. Between the John Jones mess, Anderson Silva's surprise fight with DC, and the failed booking of the Connor Nate rematch, there are so many stories to tell. Perhaps the most significant of those tales centers around former heavyweight champion Brock Lesnar. The pro wrestler was scheduled to face Mark Hunt in a class With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Classic striker versus grappler matchup in a much anticipated return. Since leaving the Octagon, rules around testing had changed drastically, though. In addition to whatever protocols were in place for the corresponding sanctioning bodies, the UFC had teamed up with USADA, which carried its own set of guidelines, one of which mandated that fighters re-entering the testing pool must do so for six months prior to their scheduled bout. With the date fast approaching, this was literally impossible, so the already freakishly muscular Lesnar, who after returning to wrestling looked more jacked than ever, was issued an exemption into that extra step. What could go wrong? After overpowering and dominating Hunt for an easy decision win, Lesnar showed how little faith we should have in the honor system. Clomiphene, the banned substance that was found in two of his tests, has been known to restart natural testosterone production in people who sipped too much of the Capri Sun and now can't make it on their own. Despite Hunt's pre-fight statements about his indifference over fighting someone on PEDs, he went scorched earth with continued statements on social media and a years-long lawsuit against the UFC. Nevada turned the win into a no contest, but hasn't collected a Canadian penny of the $250,000 fine it issued to Brock. Number 7. Anderson Silva vs. Nick Diaz When Anderson Silva's lower leg snapped in half, it wouldn't have been far-fetched to assume it was the end of his MMA career. After putting on one of the most dominant runs in the sport's history and aging out of his prime, a catastrophic injury like that would have been a logical conclusion. But the Spider would return to action in a main event against Nick Diaz that lacked anything resembling championship stakes. This existed solely for entertainment, and to distract us while Zufa lifted our wallets out of our pockets. After a downright silly first round, the fight itself provided little drama in comparison to what followed. The unanimous decision win that Silva emotionally celebrated in the middle of the cage was clawed back to a no contest after a laundry list of questionable substances, including anabolic steroids and sleep medication, were found in a series of tests. When he stood before the Nevada Commission to face the music, Silva claimed to have taken a mysterious blue vial of Thai bedroom performance enhancer that had to have been tainted, and he needed the sleeping pills to get a good night's rest before the fight. The hearing also included someone hijacking the sound system to play some getting it on music, and I'm not talking about in the cage. How long have you actually used that? <laughs> Unconvinced by the excuses and undeterred by the playlist, Nevada suspended him for a year. Unsurprisingly, Diaz also faced punishment after testing positive for the devil's lettuce. Unfortunately, neither admitted to participating in the wild substance-fueled debauchery that obviously happened at the fighter hotel immediately after weigh-ins. Number 6. Tim Sylvia vs. Gan McGee As we said recently when ranking every heavyweight champion in UFC history, Tim Sylvia isn't always remembered in the fondest way. But there was a point in time when the maniac looked un 
unstoppable. Undefeated with all of his wins coming via finish, new championship belt around his waist, coming from one of the most well-accomplished camps in the sport, and with an imposing 6'8 frame, there was plenty of upside. But after destroying Gan McGee, the cracks began to show. It only took Sylvia a minute 54 to put McGee out with a series of devastating right hands and successfully defend his belt for the first time. But the victory party was spoiled when Nevada found Arnie's in his system, which subsequently led to him being relieved of his championship status. In a conversation with Sherdog's Mike Sloan, Sylvia revealed a twist to the story that was just as sad as it was refreshing. Unlike others who had violated rules on PEDs, he was apologetic and admitted his usage. He also claimed that his intent wasn't to gain a competitive edge, but to make changes to his less-than-ideal physique that garnered much of the ridicule against him. Jesus, man, I feel bad. Give him the belt back. God. He did return to fight for the vacated title almost a year later, but had his arm snapped in half by Frank Mir instead. Number 5. John Jones vs. Daniel Cormier 2 It was hard to envision a better moment for John Jones than his second win over DC. After unceremoniously dumping his career in a trash can and then setting it on fire with that infamous hit-and-run incident, losing major endorsement deals with both Nike and Reebok, and then missing out on a huge main event at UFC 200 after failing USADA tests, there was then the unfortunate death of his mother and turning 30 years old. The undeniably great light heavyweight was at a crossroads in both his career and life outside the cage. In his absence, bitter rival Daniel Cormier pushed ahead to forge his own legacy in the division as champion. After their disdain for one another appropriately hyped the event, Jones would savagely knock out DC with a head kick and follow-up strikes to return to championship glory. A classy post-fight speech praising his foe, along with promises to clean up his act and remain active in the cage, it felt like a new man was before us that could live up to the unreal potential of the unorthodox fight genius that we had been watching for years. That feeling faded when the results of a test on weigh-in day came back positive for Terenabal. Jones was stripped of the crown yet again, and the results were changed to a no contest. The title was returned to Cormier, and the division carried on without Jones for a year and a half. Number 4. King Mo versus Lorenz Larkin With the exception of maybe Pat Healy's overturned win against Jim Miller, nobody has seen a PED test change the trajectory of a career more than King Mo. Just two fights removed from being the Strikeforce Light Heavyweight Champion after the Zufa purchase, it was only a matter of time before Law would be part of the UFC roster and have a chance to replicate his championship glory in the octagon. He always was thought to be a tough style matchup for then-champ John Jones during the height of his destructive run against the 205 pound division. It all fell apart, though, after his dominant showing against Lorenz Larkin. Not only did he injure his knee and acquire a career-altering staph infection that plagued him for years to come, he also tested positive for the muscle pumpers. Despite his best efforts to prove that the substance came from a tainted over-the-counter supplement, his win was taken away along with a fine that included his victory bonus and a nine-month suspension. To make matters worse, the hearing sparked an ugly episode between Moe and Nevada Commission member Pat Lundvall. When Lundvall asked if he spoke and understood English, the former standout college wrestler took offense and called her a racist bitch on Twitter. That tweet resulted in Zufa dropping him from the roster, effectively ending his UFC ambitions. Number 3. Chris Cyborg vs. Hiroko Yamanaka In what would be the final fight for the Strikeforce women's featherweight title, Chris Cyborg, the only person to ever hold that crown, breezed through Hiroko Yamanaka in 16 seconds for yet another dominant defense. Soon afterwards, though, news would break that CSAC tests showed metabolites for Winstrol. The win was changed to no contest, and Cyborg was suspended, fined, and stripped of the title. However, the test failure would follow her for the rest of her career. Former opponent Gina Carano would go on record with secondhand allegations she heard leading up to their fight. Ronda Rousey would antagonize her through the media, citing the juice usage. Upon winning the first UFC women's featherweight belt, Jermaine Durandamy would vacate, stating she refused to fight someone on PEDs. And in her unceremonious departure from the UFC, 
Dana White would refer to the incident while bashing her as their public feud reached a breaking point. Unlike many other fighters who would have a chance to move on, Cyborg has been constantly under a microscope ever since. Number 2. Sean Shirk vs. Hermes Franca When Sean Shirk defeated Kenny Florian, he became the first champion in the lightweight division in over three years, ending the promotion's hiatus on the 155-pound title after the draw between BJ Penn and Cal Uno. However, in his first defense, the muscle shark would simultaneously live up to his nickname and do his part in delegitimizing the division even further. That's because after winning a unanimous decision against Hermes Franca, his post-fight test revealed the presence of the secret juice. Well, that straightforward right stripped the title and let Franca get another crack at the vacant belt. But not to be outdone, the former WEC champ and future scumbag answered his opponent's test failure with his own dose of gym candy. With the champ and challenger disgraced, the UFC would ironically look to BJ Penn to reestablish the lightweight division in a vacant title fight against Joe Stevenson six months later. Number 1. Josh Barnett vs. Randy Couture Once upon a time, Josh Barnett, the grizzled veteran with the damn near perfect beard who calls himself the War Master, was known as the baby-faced assassin and laid claim to a piece of UFC history. His TKO victory over Randy Couture cemented him as the youngest champion in the promotion's history at the time. The already legendary Couture even showed exceptional class wrapping the belt around his young opponent after the tough defeat. It was a great moment that felt like a passing of the torch to a new generation. But before Barnett could get comfortable with his new jewelry, much less defend the title and further solidify his status among the great heavyweights, it was all over, as Goldie said. A post-fight test from the Nevada Athletic Commission came back hot for an anabolic steroid originally intended for horses. Look out, Josh, Overeem's gonna eat ya, I'm just kidding. The title was stripped and Barnett left to fight in Japan for over four years, only getting a license again stateside after undergoing additional testing. Strangely enough, though, losing the belt was his only punishment. His official record still counts the bout as a win. What's even stranger is that he also tested positive for steroids in his previous fight against Bobby Hoffman several months before and was let off with a warning. Sounds like he learned his lesson. A massive shout-out to the writer of this video, Ant Walker, its editor, Max Randall, and Ben Rosette, who provided the soundtrack. Follow them all on their socials and send them pictures of beautiful sunsets. Like and subscribe for way more on Pointness. If you love our channel and want even more exclusive content or want to have a voice in the creation process for our videos, consider becoming a member by clicking the Join button below the video. What are some other false wins that really grind your gears? Sound off in the comments. Thanks so much for watching, guys. I'll see you around.